0: Hobby Lobby funds Antifa Jesus. Star Wars makes Luke Skywalker gay. And the FBI is targeting Latin mass. Folks, we got a lot going on today, so strap in. First up, go to humanevents.com POSO and sign up for the POSO Daily Brief. It is completely free. Read what I read. You will get access every day to the POSO Daily Brief. It's so easy. All it takes is one click, and you will get an email sent to you completely for free every single morning. Read what I read for show prep. The Poso Daily Brief, Humanevents.com slash Poso. Let's get into it.
1: A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They roamed the hood and challenged authority. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. We have to get them off the streets, they said. But they weren't part of a gang spreading hate and terror. They were spreading love.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is February 9th, 2023. Anno Domini. Today, we're going to get into some of the cultural stuff that's going on because the cultural rot is all around us. But we also see instances of what I would also call subversion, subversion of messages, subversion of truth, subversion, in this case, of the message of who I believe is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, King of the universe. Because there is a new advertising campaign called He Gets Us, or He Get Us, I'm not sure, that uh, does nothing but spread heresy and blasphemy about Jesus Christ. So it is completely heretical, it's completely blasphemous. The people who are behind this really need to pull the plug on it very soon, and honestly just apologize. Um, Not only to the millions of people who apparently have seen it, but also to God, because you need to repent for this immediately. Uh, Blasphemy is something that is obviously a sin and obviously something that Christ did not want anyone to be committing. So what's going on here? There is a new ad campaign, and because of revolver.news, we've got all the receipts on it. Hobby Lobby and other, quote, conservative evangelicals are behind a huge ad campaign using Jesus to promote illegal immigration and the LGBTQ agenda. Okay, let's explain Uh, the the ads discuss how Jesus Christ was a refugee. False, had disdain for hypocrisy and also was unfairly judged. Like other marginalized members of modern society. That's funny because I don't remember Jesus coming to say that he was offering redemption and salvation to marginalized members of modern society. I I believe he was actually talking about everyone. So that included the Romans, that included the Pharisees, that included anyone who believed in him. You know, maybe you guys have a different version of the Gospels than I do. Uh, But but please, you know, uh, go go with the with the original version, not the gospel, according to Dallas Jenkins. Uh, The story goes on in one of the commercials, a black and white slideshow of photos tells us the story of Central American migrants who must flee their home. At the end, it is revealed that the story is being told of that of Jesus and his parents, Mary and Joseph. Okay, see, there's a big difference there, because when just factually, that's incorrect, because when. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the Holy Family, fled from Israel to Egypt. Those were different provinces of the Roman Empire at that time. They didn't actually cross any any borders because it was all part of one, one country. Uh, those, were, those were provinces. It was called Judea at the time. Then uh, this idea, though, and you can see there's other ones of this, where uh, Jesus is compared to essentially he's a rebel. Like he's an Antifa member, Antifa Jesus, promoting the LGBTQ agenda where we just saw the Protestant Church of England earlier today voted to recognize or or bless same-sex marriages, which of course is is completely against the gospel. So this idea that we now have these woke churches, apparently people are funding woke G- Jesus, depictions of woke Jesus, which I'm sorry, That's just straight up blasphemy. But I understand what's going on here because people are making this. Here's the here's the false argument they use. And Dallas Jenkins says this all the time. Says it's okay if we commit blasphemies because we're bringing people into Jesus and being more inclusive of Jesus, and that will broaden the message. to bring people in, be more inclusive, so we can reach out to minorities, we can reach out to marginalized communities, we can reach out to this organization, that organization. Uh, We just have to, it's it's all just in the name of inclusivity, you know, that's all it is, that's all it is. No, no Dallas Jenkins, no Hobby Lobby. This is not the way. Dallas Jenkins is the guy behind The Chosen, by the way. What you're doing is you're diminishing falsifying, editing, and ultimately smearing the teachings of Jesus. Because what's going on here is you're diluting the message. And I say this all the time. Did Christ say that he would come to everyone, that everyone can come to him? Absolutely. 100%. Couldn't agree more. He will take you as you are, but he will never leave you as you were. Because there's a second part of this. And a lot of churches in the Western world have forgotten about sin. They've forgotten about hell. They've forgotten about eternal damnation. Don't even want to talk about it. Go and sin no more. This is the teaching. He calls the Pharisees a brood of vipers. He throws the money changers out of the temple. Woke Jesus is not a thing, no matter how much money you put behind it. What you're doing is you're trying to take Jesus, but strip the moral core, the moral core of his teachings, which have formed the moral core of Western civilization for 2000 years. And in doing so, you are doing the work, Of everyone who stands against Christ, who stands against Christianity, and who stands against moral society. Well, let's talk about someone who's not like that. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they've got big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms this new year. Resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% US-based customer support team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash POSO or call them up. Get free activation today with promo code POSO. That's patriotmobile.com POSO. The internet is a very interesting experience for me because in the old days, you'd get fan mail and you'd sign as much as you can until it gets so voluminous that you, you had to have help and so forth, or form letters that you just signed or sent. A lot of times I would say, you know, I don't have time to specifically answer your letter, but you know, I, this signature is real, et cetera, et cetera. But now it's like the, the fans come right into your house and they ask you all these questions. I'm getting bullied at school. I'm afraid to come out because my parents are religious and they'll hate me and so forth. It just breaks your heart. And they would say to me, you know, uh, do you, could, could Luke be gay? And I would say, you know, it's meant to be interpreted by you. If you think he's gay, of course he's gay. If you think he's straight, that's off. Anything you want is real. Luke Skywalker is now gay. Uh, According to Wookiepedia, which is the official Star Wars fan encyclopedia, uh, according to Disney. Reporting coming from the post millennial, the most iconic character in Star Wars, the main character of the original series, Luke Skywalker, is now listed among the LGBTQ individuals. Uh, this is, quote, based on a recent short story by activist writer Sam Maggs. Uh, I, I don't also, uh, other members of the LGBTQ community there in, now include Obi Wan Kenobi. Grand Moff Tarkin, and a bunch of people that I've never heard of. One Twitter user asked Wikipedia about Luke's LGBTQ categorization and wrote, not trolling in any way, but what is the rationale for this? Not saying there isn't one, but I'm not really familiar with anything defining that, um, except maybe a girlfriend in the comics. They wrote The editor wrote back, short story Luke on the bright side. Uh, the short story apparently was written in June 2022, so just last year, a couple of months ago, in a book targeted for children, the age range of nine to twelve, just like all of Star Wars is targeted children, even though their their uh, main audience is is particularly of millennials at this point. The actual short story doesn't appear to show any direct romantic feelings expressed by Luke Skywalker towards Sergeant. Reye Hollis of the Alliance Special Forces, despite Sam Magg's clear history of pushing her activism into her stories. Uh, and now people are all responding back. Can you explain where this is? Can you explain where this is? Um, and people have said, well, it's implied. Therefore, Luke Skywalker apparently is LGBTQ plus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this of course goes back to the opposite of what, if you, if you had read star Wars or if you were into star Wars in the nineties, you would know that in the other, you know, series that, that Disney of course made completely non-canonical Luke Skywalker does have a girlfriend. Her name is Mara Jade. Uh, she becomes his wife. They get married. They have kids. There's a whole, there's a whole thing behind it. In in the original star Wars, Um, since we are doing cultural topics today. The idea of the Jedi Knight. So you have to take away all the crap that the prequels put in and all the stuff that the sequels put in and just focus on the original concept. So the idea of a Jedi Knight was based around a combination of the the priestly monks from the Middle Ages as well as the concept of a knight errant or a ronin samurai. Uh, The knight errant is... A perennial character in medieval fiction short stories etc where they are a knight similar to a ronin samurai that that are they're not necessarily uh beholden they're not sworn to any one lord or king or duke or any noble and they instead go around the land and right wrongs so this was the original concept of where the jedi knight came in it was knight with a monastic kind of background. And this would explain, of course, their connection with the force. This is where Obi-Wan Kenobi's character comes from. It's also why he wears robes. The idea that that would be taken away and added to all this other stuff, plus this new connection of taking the character that we've all seen Even if you just watch the movies, you would know he was obviously interested in Princess Leia. Um, There's a whole backstory behind that about how in the original writing of Empire Strikes Back that George Lucas didn't write because George Lucas is a mongrel idiot and the biggest con artist in Hollywood. George Lucas didn't write any of Star Wars that even though he takes credit for all of it that his role was actually quite small. The person who was originally writing it was going to have Luke's sister be someone completely separate, and it was an obvious love love triangle between Luke, Han, and Leia. This would have then uh, come out later in Return of the Jedi, et cetera, et cetera. But... That gets changed because that person, Lee Beckett, ends up passing away, and so they had to retcon the entire thing, make Leia the sister because Lucas just decided to cut corners, and then, uh, obviously, that made this very awkward kiss scene in Empire Strikes Back. They don't have to deal with it and say, oops, it was an accident. Let me explain what's going on here. Just like we talked about in the last segment, what are they doing? Now, obviously, Star Wars is not on the same level, but it is a powerful persuasive cultural force in the world and in the West. And what's going on today? The wokes, the deconstructionists, they're taking that property, that franchise, that institution, they're wearing it like a skin suit. And just like any other revolutionary movement, they're taking your heroes and they are defiling them. They are casting them into completely separate, completely other, completely deconstructed versions of themselves. This is why you can't get a good Superman made anymore. This is why you can barely get a good Batman out there. Uh, This is why they will take any institution and turn it to their own radical agenda. It's not necessarily just so or just because they want to push any one agenda or another, it's also because they must tear down everything that has been built before. They must tear down everything you care about. And personally, for me, it's just another great example of why Star Wars is not welcome in my house and why my kids have no idea what Star Wars is. Now look, a lot of people complain about the state of our country, the way woke corporations treat us and our employees, as we're just talking about. But it's not enough to complain we need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. Again, stop giving money to people who hate you. In less than a year, Public Square has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for your political views, Public Square is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely free to join. Just go to publicsquare.com. That's publicsq.com. Download an app today. Simply create an account, begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Look, we can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard earned dollars. Begin your search at PublicSquare today, publicsq.com, that's publicsq.com.
1: Once upon a time, the Southern Poverty Law Center served as a champion in the civil rights struggle. It's said that the SPLC helped put the Ku Klux Klan out of business. Clan membership used to be in the millions. Today, it's only a few thousand. But when you look at the SPLC's map of hate groups in America today, one would think America is consumed with hate. Or is it? When you've put the Klan out of business and won all your battles, but you're not ready to close your doors, you need to find new enemies to fight. You might also need to change the definition of hate. One of those new enemies is former Vanderbilt history professor Dr. Carol Swain. Swain grew up in the Old South and fought poverty and racism to become a university professor. She's an expert on white nationalism. But she's publicly attacked the SPLC, and Swain, a conservative Christian, found herself on the SPLC's hate list as, quote, an apologist for white supremacists. Other SPLC targets have included Dr. Ben Carson, who was then removed from the SPLC hate list female genital mutilation victim, Hersiali, Ali, and even small charities like the Ruth Institute, whose mission is to help families and children. The Ruth Institute said, if this makes us a hate group, so be it.
0: So there's a piece, huge whistleblower report that just came out from Uncover DC, UncoverDC.com, and it was written by Kyle Serafin, who he he himself is a former FBI special agent. He's a confirmed Catholic and a father of three. What did he get for us? He just produced this document from the FBI. It's written just a few weeks ago from FBI Richmond. This new report, listen to this. Interest of racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists in radical traditionalist Catholic ideology almost certainly presents new mitigation opportunities. What does that gobbledygook mean? The FBI is now tracking traditional Catholic marriage, Catholic mass, I should say attendance. So TLM traditional Latin mass. And they're claiming that if you attend this, that, The new FBI assessment is that racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists are the ones who are going to these masses. Listen to this now. They're basing this with high confidence on FBI investigations, local law enforcement agency reporting and liaison reporting with varying degrees of corroboration and access. Huh. Now, the question is, what sources were you using? Are you telling me that the FBI is investigating Latin mass people who go there? Well, it's you scroll down to the bottom of the sources that they've used, and it seems that they're actually tracking them based on the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a group that was supposed to be designed to go after people like, I don't know, the Ku Klux Klan and other actually violent groups. But apparently as you just saw in the clip there, that's not what they do now. They just rather target anybody that they can use to raise money off of. And apparently, though, there are idiots and woke psychopaths inside the FBI that are using. And you can look at this this, uh, article. They've gone and cited the SPLC. They cite Salon.com. They cite an article by... The Atlantic, I actually remember this article. It says, it was talking about how uh, people who pray the rosary are extremists. These are the sources being used by the Federal Bureau of Investigation to go after people. These are the sources, the groups that they're using, the completely disgraced SPLC, which is nothing but a far left hate group. And you read this article from the FBI, this internal FBI report. It's likely to increase in the next 12 to 24 months. They give no explanation for that. They give no explanation or quantifiable reasons. There's no names in this. They're not saying, hey, we're tracking a guy. We're tracking a group. No. They're not tracking any one specific individual. What they're tracking are Catholics. Listen to this. They might have common cause interests, including legislation or judicial decisions in areas such as abortion rights, immigration, uh, affirmative action, LGBTQ. It's I'm sorry. You're tracking political movements and religious movements at this point. And what are they also saying? Opportunities for mitigation. What does that mean? Well, opportunities for mitigation. It's simple. What they're saying is they want the FBI to start infiltrating Latin mass. That they want FBI agents, informants. And we know this is what's done. We've seen this a million times that that's how these operations work. And they want to put FBI agents into your Latin mass. By the way, you'll be able to check that you. <laughs> Little Catholic uh, Catholic joke here, but you will be able to uh, to spot the FBI agents. Why? Because they'll be the ones getting communion in the hand <laughs> at a Latin mass when everybody else is getting it on the tongue. If you guys, uh, if you're a Catholic, who get that one. But this is dangerous. This is extremely dangerous, and they're talking about FSSP FS- houses of worship in the FBI Richmond AOR. I'm sorry, are, are you going after like cartels and criminals and, and and drug gangs and people actually murdering and causing crime on the street every day? Because that's what I would want my law enforcement to be doing. But instead, they're going in the internet, they're accessing insane far left sites that have been completely disgraced, ones that have been accused and found in court of defamation to have conducted defamation and defamatory operations rather than actually protect people. Instead, they've been the FBI themselves have been co-opted by the far left. And we know, of course, we've known that for years. But here's another example of where they're moving the chains just a little bit further. They're wearing the FBI like a skin suit. And I've told you this before so many times that this began during the pandemic when so many FBI analysts would sit at home watching CNN, watching QAnon stuff and say, oh, we assess that QAnon is going to be this, you know, violent movement or something, uh, that there's QAnon cells going all over. Yeah, it's, it's it's the traditional Catholics that are responsible for the rise in violent crime in America today. It's traditional Catholics that are responsible for murders in the inner city. It's traditional Catholics that are responsible for the mass shootings that we see going on. Right, it's it's all traditional Catholics that are responsible for this. This is your FBI. You should be ashamed. This is a disgrace. And the fact that our federal government is behind all of it really means you need to take notice. Because this not, might not be you today, but it'll be you next. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.